We continue in the 30th chapter where the Altareb is giving a method, a way that the Bainani, who has mastery over thought, speech, and action, can own further and deeper their lives and how they can humble themselves before every human being, ultimately. They're literally, I mean, it's like, you know, Attila the Hun, Stalin, and the like, you know, and Hitler, Yimach Shimam. Um, you know, your neighbor. <laughs> you know, your community member <laughs> who uh, might be a, a, you know, someone who is uh, maybe not so refined like the Bainini who has got mastery over thought, speech, and action. So, today in the discussion, the al goes further on how the Bainini owns everything, even when it comes to the negative. Now, how could you compare the negative behavior of someone who has mastery over thought, speech, and action compared to the negative behavior of someone who is a kal meaning someone who is very far removed, distant from divine service, very, you know, pleasure-seeking individual, um, and the negativity that will come from that individual is going to be much greater than that which will come from the Bainini. Yet, the Bainini isn't seeing things in, in the terms of results, or, or should I say, yeah, in terms of results. In other words, the staying away from negativity of the Bainini is pretty, you know, pretty much there. Um, and the negativity of another person who is not near the league of the Bainani is no comparison. However, there is a comparison in the effort. And that's the discussion over here. So, turning away from evil. Sumera. So, a person can discover in themselves that they tur don't turn away uh, completely and totally from negativity. In other words, in a situation where that which is obvious, so you turn away from it, but that which is not so obvious, it's harder to turn away and to wage a battle in that area. So for example, right, for example, you're in the middle of a pleasant conversation. And in that pleasant conversation, permissible, pleasant conversation, there's a little slight discredit that will come to your fellow. A slight, very slight slur. And it might be just to exonerate yourself. For example, the Talmud speaks that Rabbi Shimon said to his father, who was Yehuda Anasi, uh, the Rabbeinu HaKadosh, the one who is uh, the author of the Mishnah, lived in the second century. So there was a problematic bill of divorce, a get. It was written improperly. So he, the, the, the father, Rabbi Yudanasi, thought that it was his son that wrote it improperly. So he asked him. Well, so he said, I did not write it. And then he added, Yehuda the tailor wrote it. 
which is a minor slur to exonerate himself. His father uh, yet replied to him, keep away from slander. In other words, even a, a slight thing to exonerate yourself and thereby um, implicate somebody else is a slight slander. Now, maybe sometimes that's necessary. Maybe the son thought that that was necessary, but the father said, no, it wasn't necessary. It was a keep, keep away from slander. The same applies, continues the Altadev, and similar things that occur frequently, right, that are like borderline. And especially when it comes to sanctifying yourself, meaning in refraining from an indulgence of something that's permissible in permitted matters, which is a biblical commandment that you should, you know, sanctify yourself. Kedoshim tihiyu, that you should be holy. And not only in uh, biblical matters, but even when it comes to rabbinic enactments that are sometimes even more strict than biblical law. And yet, a person can find themselves that they are succumbing to a permissible indulgence, a permissible, right? In other words, it's permissible, but if you would be battling with it, the Bainini we're talking about, battling in that area, you know, being that it's not exactly the, the worst thing in the world that you're battling with, so then, you know, the nature will be that you kind of, you know, don't wage the, the, the battle. And this is similar to, among other things, it says um, that a person tramples over underfoot, being insensitive to those things that uh, don't, that are not so crucial, but important nonetheless. And others, because we've trampled on them so often, underfoot, we begin to feel that they are completely permissible. Of course, we're not talking about things that are, are prohibited, obviously. We're talking about the very borderline. Um, and then that becomes something in our minds that, uh, okay, it's okay. Because we've trampled upon it several times.